Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I'm Sophie. I'm Yelly. And this is She's All Fat. The podcast for fat positivity, radical self-love, and chill vibes only. And also the podcast for... (laughs) (laughs) I have never seen the Muppets. That was so funny. (laughs) If this episode is for you, then Yelly, because it's a big fat chat about body positive icon, Miss Piggy. Hell yeah. But first, some news. <laughs> this month is the last month to get the most out of our collab with Stylish Sista. The really beautiful prints and our fave little fat activism banner are only available through the end of January. Yelly, tell the family where to go to get the goods. <laughs> you can go to Stylish Sista, that's S-I-S-T-A dot Etsy dot com and check out the All Bodies Are Good Bodies collection. Tag us in your Instagram pics and we'll give you a little shout out on our stories. So Yelly, you know that we always shout out our patrons at the end of the show. That's right. But I wanted to give a top of the show shout out to Katie Moore, who just became a patron at Team Cherry on Top. Let's go, Katie. Iconic <laughs> Patreon level. Woo, woo, woo. Thanks so much for supporting the show, Katie. All right. Got to give a shout out to the rest of the She's All Fat Patreon. Yelly, what's going on with the rest of Patreon? All right. Well, Team Paisley Moo patrons are in our Facebook group talking about Storygraph, which is like the new book tracking app. That's very cute. Oh, yes. Recommending some beloved small businesses as well for some little gift bundles. Ooh. And as always, our patrons are also getting a bonus SAF mini-sode every week. This season, our bonus mini-sodes are all Fatty Film School episodes where I bring on a guest to chat with me about fat rep and fat phobia in movies and TV. This week's Fatty Film School is an extra special part two of the Miss Piggy discourse you're about to hear. You don't want to miss it. Go to patreon.com slash she's all fat pod to join in on the fun. So Yelly, you've really never seen the Muppets? I haven't. My parents were not plugged into pop culture while I was growing up. So what should I know going into this episode? Okay, so Miss Piggy's a pig. Her boyfriend is Kermit the Frog. And it ain't easy being green. (laughs) Got it. Here's the episode. Hi, Fatmily. Here we are in our main feed episode. I'm recording with fat culture sommelier, Abby. She is 
back and this time we are talking about body positive icon Miss Piggy. You're gonna hear us chat about her history and her background and some stuff about her and then if you are a patron head on over to the Patreon feed tomorrow for a whole mini-sode about Miss Piggy as well and if you're not a patron you might think about signing up so you get to hear those sweet sweet voices. So welcome back Abby. Thank you for being here. What? (laughs) Did I use that joke too fast? I will find out. <laughs> no, I loved it. <laughs> I love her. I love her. So, Abby, tell me about your relationship with Miss Piggy. How did you meet her? So, <laughs> we're actually fast and close personal friends. Um, yes. <laughs> no, I, so while I was doing some research for this episode, things were just like flooding back to me. It was like, oh, I guess Miss Piggy has actually been a big part of my life forever. Oh my gosh. What a surprise. So when I was really little, I had the, you know, the Muppet Babies? Did you ever yes. watch those? I had a baby Miss Piggy and a baby Kermit. Amazing. And she hung out with Lamb Chop, naturally. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, but yeah, so for, you know, from kind of day one, I was a big fan as a kid of like the movies, right? So Muppet Treasure Island and the Muppet Christmas Carol, that kind of stuff. And now as an adult, I'm maybe a little bit more into the older stuff, like the Muppet show. Yes. What about you? Those two movies that you named are the only two I watched. I never watched the show or anything like mm-hmm. that. And then like, those were the best ones. And we actually rewatched both of those this year at Christmas time too. Like we were watching Christmas Carol and then I was like, Treasure Island's so good. We should watch Treasure Island. Yeah, as long as we're already in this universe, like... Yes, we might as well watch it. So we watched that, and then had a lot of racist stuff in it I didn't remember from childhood, and then... God. Um... <laughs> and then I don't know how else I met Miss Piggy because I didn't I definitely didn't watch Muppet Babies or like other stuff but I also was very into her and then in high school I started to think she was like kind of a cool icon because of like all of her different outfits and stuff yeah and then when I got to Bopo I was very much more like okay Miss Piggy yeah she's an icon and like Lindy West wrote about her in her book I think and like that made solidified so yeah definitely yeah. like Miss Piggy is one of those sort of characters. I guess the reason that she's the icon that she is. I mean, she literally has like public figure status on Facebook. Yes. Like there's yes. a puppet of her in the Smithsonian, right? Like she's an icon on more than just the level of like whatever she's an icon for at the moment. You know, yes. like I feel like she's a big part of Bopo, but like she's been a big part of a ton of different sort of like social movements or vibes even. I don't know. Yes. She's often used to comment on pop culture I feel like definitely and she just has such a great character so okay what do you associate like what do you think of when you think of Miss Piggy like what are your first associations Mm. I guess like the very first thing is just like fashion like I just think about those like huge and elaborate outfits the like variety of things some puppets wear the same thing every time right not even just the Muppets but even some Muppets like you know, Kermit's always a naked little frog and yes. Gonzo always looks the same, but Miss Piggy always has on a fresh look, right? Yes. And cool yes. hair. And like, she knows it. She kills it. Mm-hmm. Okay. I want to read, for people who don't know who Miss Piggy is, even though I feel like everyone probably knows who Miss Piggy is, I'm going to read a little bit of history for us. So from the National Museum of American History website. A very official. Yes. Here's a quote. Miss Piggy is a diva pig who believes she is a superstar. She is madly in love with Kermit the Frog and is an expert in karate. 
Miss Piggy began as Piggy Lee on The Tonight Show in 1974, and eventually the Lee was dropped so as to not upset Peggy Lee. Miss Piggy then became a major character on The Muppet Show. I did not know that. Okay, and then another quick quote from a Vice article, which we can, we're going to drop all these in the show notes. Miss Piggy's origin dates back to a brief TV appearance in 1974 as a spoof on the singer Peggy Lee, after which she cropped up intermittently for a few years until a one-off joke where she aggressively threw herself at Kermit got a big laugh and the team realized she had potential. This is still a quote. There are uncomfortable implications to this. Big lady, tiny man, get it, is not much of a punchline to me, nor is the notion of fatness and desire intersecting. Frank Oz described his approach to voicing Miss Piggy as a truck driver wanting to be a woman. So the dubious tropes about gender and size were baked in from the beginning as well. And yet somehow she transcends them. Indeed. I, (laughs) you know, it's so funny because that moment that they talk about where she becomes Miss Piggy. Yeah, I had no idea about this history. Yeah, it's I actually didn't know about it either. Like, Frank Oz says, like, that first karate chop is the moment that he understood who she was as a character, yes. right? That she's like, I love that, like, the truck driver. <laughs> yes. But it is, like, she's such an enigma because, like, why? Why does she work so well? Why does she consistently transcend these, like, otherwise, like, in any other character, that would just be a lame joke, I think. It's partly, like, whatever personality, like, they, he gave her too much confidence to be a joke. Yeah. You know, like, it's trying to be like, oh, ha ha, she's, you know, she is a diva who wants to be a star. But she comes out and she kills it anyways. So that you still respect her. You still like her. You're still like, oh, she's doing it, you know? It's true. It's like, it's absolutely wholehearted, everything she does yes it's hard not to respect that it's really hard and and in fact like she really does command respect even when she's like at her most sort of like silly or her most like unaware in quotation marks right like I don't know if you've seen this ad but there's a potato chip ad with her in it I think it's Lay's potato chips and basically the ad is so we just we're scanning on a beach probably in California there's a bunch of beautiful women in bikinis and they're passing these empty bags of crisps they're all reaching and there's no crisps in them chips sorry guys and uh (laughs) we just hear like crunching munching and "Mm." And as we go over the models with all these empty bags of crisps, there's Miss Piggy at the end of the line in her bikini covered in crumbs, eating, (laughs) like voraciously eating crisps. And even in that moment, she's so, it's so funny and so sweet. And she still commands your respect when she's covered in chip crumbs. And all the models are like, oh, Piggy, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I love her. It's her nature. Mm-hmm. She's supposed to, that's what she's supposed to do. Right. It's definitely, well, I don't know anything about the singer Peggy Lee. Is the singer Peggy Lee fat? Is that why there was this joke no, about her? No, so actually the thing is that because the character was undeveloped, the woman who made her, I read this great interview with her. Uh, her name is Bonnie Erickson and she's been a puppet designer for a long time. She's done a bunch of other puppets, some Muppets and a bunch of mascots. Like I guess she did the like Philly's most recent mascot. Gritty? She did Gritty? Uh <laughs> Is that what the mascot's called? Oh my god, did she do gritty? This is important. Now we have to go look. <laughs> I wasn't, I, I didn't know it was so known. But she uh, she said like, no, it's actually just that she wanted to make kind of like a diva woman character or like someone that she respected. And Peggy Lee, 
who's from my home state of North Dakota, isn't really anything like Miss Piggy, but she's she's very like who you would consider to be like a genteel, like beautiful woman, kind of soft spoken, very classic of the age, like hair piled up on top of her head. So it's the look is there, sort of that early Miss Piggy, like in but the then gown. The behavior is the opposite. That's what so that's sort of like. Joke. Yeah, it's almost like okay. what if someone was pretending to be like Peggy, you know? I see, I see, I see. That is funny. <laughs> I had no idea she was on The Tonight Show. That's so funny. I didn't realize just how many Muppets talk show appearances there are. Me neither. Do you have any clips for us to drop in? Yeah, of course I do. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> so there's a great clip. So here's her and Kermit on Jimmy Kimmel pretty recently. It's very <laughs> exciting to have you here together. Thank you for honoring your commitment to be here together. I think it oh, takes sure. yeah, a lot of yeah, guts. Yeah, to- this isn't awkward at all. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to pry, but why did you break up in the first place every day? You always seem to be so uh, happily unhappy together. Yes, I thought so. You know, uh, Piggy and I uh, had a great relationship for many, many years, and mm-hmm. uh, and uh, we sort of wanted different things, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah, you know, it's the usual laundry list, you know? You know, putting the lid down, uh, closing the refrigerator door, not doing the dishes while taking a bath in the sink. Oh, I'm a frog. I'm a frog. I know. That's I know you like water, but I like I like I like it to be sanitary. Okay? Guys, you guys, know I was a frog. Guys, guys. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So the second clip is on the View. A lot of the stuff they cover is like about Kermit and their relationship. So I thought that's like the popular talk show coverage. Uh, he was here a few months ago with Fozzie, and uh, you know I asked him how you guys were doing, and and here's what he said. I, I just think you should see this. Oh. Well, the yeah. relationship is, has evolved. I'd say that you could okay. say that it's yeah. sort of okay. evolved into uh, not exactly. We're uh, let me put it this way: we're we're really doing well right now because right. she's not here. Uh, yes, gotcha, gotcha. joke with each other. We always love to make each other laugh. That's yeah, that's what keeps our relationship afloat. It does. Mm-hmm. keeps it alive. Yeah, and and you... I can guarantee you that when I get home tonight, he's gonna be doubled over. <laughs> I love it. That's funny. So I love that joke. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's good, isn't it? <laughs> yes. Turning on the pig. Yeah. I mean, there's a bunch of other like talk show content where she talks about herself in a variety of ways since like the start of Miss Piggy's stardom, but I love how often the topic of Kermit comes up. Yes. And the topic of Kermit, whether or not they're together, whether mm. or not they're happy, it's like very like celebrity, celebrity relationship. It, and it's, it's very fun. Why is it that that relationship isn't like, okay, if you told me just outright like, oh, this is, it's a really funny joke where they're both puppets and she seems really into him and he doesn't seem really into her, but they dance around each other. I'd be like, oh, that's not funny. But in the specific context of Kermit and Miss Piggy, it just is really funny and sweet. Well, I think also because there's like 10 puppets total. So we know they're going to end up with each other again. It's true. Even when he dates Denise. (laughs) Yes. Even when he dates Denise. I remember that. I remember that movie. That was the whole thing. Yes. Miss Picky does great as the wronged woman, the wronged pig. She does. She loves being, you know, on a crusade. 
And she sort of thrives on that tension in the same way that her character is that tension between like aggression and femininity. I feel like she like all of her characteristics thrive on the tensions between like the two things that are happening at the same time. Like, I think she does love Kermit, but she also loves public attention, you know, the most. And I think like Kermit also loves public attention, but he wants to curate his own persona. He doesn't like the way that she talks about him, but then he does. He must love her because they spend so much time (laughs) together. So much time together. Yeah. Yes. No, he definitely loves her, but I think it's much, their fights are much more Kermit's fault than Miss Piggy's. I think we can agree on that. Don't you love watching Miss Piggy? Like we see her with the Muppets all the time, but isn't it so much fun to see any Muppet, but especially Miss Piggy chat? Like just one of the girls. It's really fun to see her on The View because (laughs) while she's on The View, it's almost like a parody of The View itself too. Like Mm. her just chit-chatting there and them like being like, oh, like it's really, (laughs) it's really fun. It allows us to laugh at ourselves, I think, a little bit more because Miss Piggy both... She doesn't really laugh at herself, but she invites laughing at her. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, because she's so confident that there's no laugh that's going to dethrone her. It's not going to hurt her. Yeah, Yeah, she's okay. And like, I think it's nice too, because it's like, how fun is it to see, you know, in like early Jim Henson interviews, he's there with Kermit. And progressively Mm. we see, obviously when Jim Henson dies, he can't be there, but we see the Muppeteers less and less over the years and just see the Muppets more and more. And I guess some of that is convincing the wider culture that it's worth paying attention to these puppets without thinking about who's behind them. Yes. But I think the other part is that like, it is so much fun to watch people like, you know, Whoopi Goldberg or Jimmy Kimmel or any of the hosts of The Tonight Show buy in fully to the idea that the puppet is really there and like play this game where we sort of all suspend disbelief together, you know? It feels very vaudeville. Like it feels very like marionette kind of, or that's not the right word, but like it's fun because it does require a little bit of playing pretend. Like in that Jimmy Kimmel clip too, the audience is like happy to go along with it because everyone's like buying into it exactly yeah it sort of solidifies that miss piggy kind of plays these two i mean we know that there's a person behind the puppet but at the same time like we also see miss piggy as an actor and then we see the movies that she's in being someone else so it does feel like she's a celebrity in her you know in herself oh totally like i was saying about the view the jimmy kimmel one's the same it shows the kind of like fakeness of the of that show itself Mm. like it's like we're play acting that she's like an actor and like this is just like a pre like a pre-planned segment like the rest of it which makes it almost like more honest do you know what i mean yeah you're right about that it allows us to sort of like be a little more in it you kind of see everybody as like enjoy the performance a little bit more because you're not pretending that it's like some story that they've just come up with off the cuff (laughs) yeah right you know celebrities don't do that it's so funny when like someone new comes in and then then the host has to be like so I heard there's a funny story you want to tell me about X, Y, and Z. And then yeah. they're like, oh, yes. So one time I was like. <laughs> it totally shatters that illusion for a minute. Yes. Because you do yes. love the feeling that all of this is happening off the cuff. And like. You know, it's not. Yeah. But it's a good. It's, it's a good feeling. At its worst, it's like it might as well be R.I.P. Alex Trebek being like, oh, nice. Like he does after every single. <laughs> He's so dismissive to their. Yeah, right. We used to play a dream game with Jeopardy where every time Alex Trebek was like really dismissive for one of the stories of the contestant we would take a shot because he would just be like 
Cool. Uh, anyways, like, just be so <laughs> it. But Sophie, I, feel like that's- I have to say it's insane that you brought up Jeopardy because do you know what is happening on this very day that we're recording? What? My brother is on Jeopardy tonight. <gasps> what? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Isn't well, that wild? We watch every day, so I'll be watching. So you'll see Josiah. <laughs> oh my God. Okay, we have to root for Josiah. Okay, okay. Yeah. Good to know. Oh my God, I'm so excited <laughs> to tell Victor. I would love to see Miss Piggy on Jeopardy is all that I'm saying. And I will be watching your brother on Jeopardy tonight. That's amazing. Oh, my God. I really hope he has a good time. That's so fun. Okay, I have another point that I want to bring up that Lynn and Yelly researched for us. Here's an article. Well, it's a blog post called Miss Piggy, Feminist Icon and Martial Arts Hero? Question mark. So it's talking about how she's both fat and known as a martial arts legend, okay? Right. I don't know anything about, I mean, I'm sure there's like very, a lot of scholarship work about like martial arts, the representation of martial arts in movies, like people who are, I mean, you know, Miss Piggy while being a pig is also a white woman, I'm pretty sure. (laughs) I'm pretty sure too. I guess she's coded that way, right? Right? Like she's definitely, or like, I don't know. But she doesn't have to be, but it, it's just a, yeah. I mean, I want people to tell me maybe that's not true. Like, maybe I'm just reading her that way because I'm white and so mm-hmm. I see her, myself in her or whatever. But I've always felt like, oh, is it a little inappropriate that she does karate is why I've always felt <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> like wondered that. <laughs> right. You know? A very fair question. Because I assume that she's like a white American pig, but mm-hmm. I don't know if that's true. But anyways, the point is just that she's both fat and fit. Like, she is... Let's see. I want to read this quote. If you haven't revisited the early Muppet canon in a while, you might be surprised how often it's actually Piggy, not Kermit, who saves the day. Whether breaking free of her rope restraints to take down a human goon squad and rescue Kermit from Mel Brooks, or prying apart her prison cell bars, stealing a motorcycle, and driving it through a window to stop a robbery. She is physically one of the strongest Muppets, the only one with real combat skills, and even as the main girl in a largely male ensemble, she is rarely the damsel in distress, which I love. Love it. It's so true. Right? I mean, you know, she pries apart those prison bars. She bends metal multiple times. Yes. <laughs> in different, her, like, iterations. With her tutors. With her little... <laughs> with, boop, boop. with her little <laughs> Those flimsy little... Yeah, but I... She is a little bit of a fit fatty, isn't she? Yes. Or a lot She's very... She's definitely fit. She, she, like, protects Kermit. Kermit does not protect her. That's not their true. role. And a lot of the clips from their old relationship stuff some of their tension comes from that like haha like a woman saving a man kind of thing for sure but it's also like a great it goes very well with her just being super confident and super strong and just like yeah she can take care of herself and she takes care of other people she usually can like she complains all the time but also she can fix her own problems you know she's just like out there across the board, which I love. And I love that, like, so in some of the early Muppet stuff, the arguments that she and Kermit have, like, during the Muppet show, right? Because there's sort of, like, there's two things happening on the Muppet show. There's the sketches that the Muppets are doing. And yes. then there's the behind-the-scenes stuff you're not supposed to see, right? Yes. So, like, the cam- the curtain didn't shut all the way, and now we see someone arguing. Or we see yes. them earlier than we're supposed to. So we get, you know, a little bit of both joke. And in some of those arguments, a lot of times it's because she's planted things in the tabloids about yes. them. And I absolutely love that, like, Piggy takes 100% control of the situation. But, you know, I think it's like Kermit wants to be rich and famous. And he does like the attention that comes with being in the tabloids. But he doesn't like 
that he has to share it with Miss Piggy. And that's the only way that it gets there is because of her, because people love her so much. Yes. You know? Yes. I love, I love her. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. I have linked you to a clip that I want us to watch. So, Lynn, Ooh. roll that tape. You do not have to strain yourself to keep fit. I maintain my dynamite figure with a daily aerobic workout. Now, you go to your refrigerator and get your exercise equipment and get ready to... Snacksercise! The world is yours to take snacksercise. And life's a piece of cake, get in the mood, get the right kind of food, and snacksercise. Cool that! There is no need for perspiration. Now, be sure to wear a comfortable snack suit. And remember, never eat right before eating. Now, to warm up, we will begin with some banana splits. Ready? Here we go! Lift the dish, grab the spoon, take a bite and chew, 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 swallow. Yes, tray good! Snacksercising is making me hungry. So for our last aerobic exercise, let's work out on the candy bars. Munch and crunch and chop and chew. <laughs> <laughs> oh I, my god, so cute! I love it so I much. Love it. I actually saw. <laughs> well, one thing that I'm sure we'll talk about a little bit more, but uh, kind of comes up with this clip for me. I saw. Um, I'm not. I don't follow a lot of drag queens, so I apologize if this is a very famous drag queen i don't know yes um acacia christensen i don't know i don't follow drag queens either oh great well sorry to everyone who does <laughs> that's annoying that i don't know who this person is <laughs> yeah but she said that as a drag artist quote i try to channel the persona of a space alien who has crash landed learned about society from watching bad tv and movies and been asked to host their own variety special oh my god so then they they go on to say that basically snack exercise is essentially that and then they say, it also happens to be one of the first songs I ever performed as a queer artist, complete with stripping and sitting in a cake. <laughs> oh my God, that's amazing. <laughs> but you can see how it translates in all these different ways, that kind of yes. like freeness and silliness. Absolutely. Oh, that's so fun. I love, I love that clip. It's also just like a good sketch 
Like, it's a yeah. well-written sketch. It reminds me of the recent, in the last couple of years, SNL sketch about couch leggings, where they're just like, wear your le- don't wear your leggings for exercise, like, wear them to move from this side of the couch <laughs> to the other side of the couch. Yeah. Like, it's, like, very similar vibes. And that's why this is fun, because it's, like, gently making fun of people. I mean, it's all within kind of a diet culture context, right? But right. it's also very, like, Miss Picky isn't ashamed of doing snacks. She's like, this is what we got. This is what we should do, ladies. Right. Like, <laughs> stop that! She says to the yeah. people exercising. <laughs> yes, I love it. It's and she's so glam. Look at her. Oh, like her it's little perfect. dance outfit. It's incredible. So how could you not want to do that? I know, and it's kind of that play on Jane Fonda too, right? Of like. Well, here's someone yes. that you love and you'll do what they say to do because you love them and you love to spend time with them. I would do a whole DVD of eating with Miss Piggy. <laughs> Me too. I love, I would even do the exercises that they're doing to pretend that they're eating in Same. the background. It looks like fun. I, I it looks like fun. <laughs> it does look like fun. Cross my uh, legs, lift it. my arm with a fork in my hand. It all sounds like a great time. Like, even though, even though I can tell, and I could always tell as a fat person that Miss Piggy was like making, like teasing about fatness a little Mm. bit, it still never, like, I still liked her. It didn't ever make me feel bad. Do you know what I mean? I totally know. I think the same, I feel the same way. I think like, you and I have talked about this in reference to a few different things, but there's a big difference between the fat joke at the expense of a fat person deeply ingrained with diet culture and bullshit. And then there's like the fat joke that's incredibly relatable and really funny. (laughs) The snack exercise is a great example because like the joke is never she's fat trying to get thin or trying to change herself. It's like, haha, poor fatty. You know, it's never like that. Right. It's like, she's, she's the empowered one actually. Yeah, and she's like, we also know that Miss Piggy at this point, like, is arguably a very wealthy celebrity. Like, she's kind of untouchable, you know, (laughs) in a certain sense. She sort of is free, even, you know, whenever this sketch came out in the 90s. She's all, you know, she's like, well, culturally ingrained at that point, too, which does lend her some authenticity, I suppose. There's also a funny thing to it where it's like, people, especially women or like, female associated people, feminine, I don't know, you know what I'm trying to say? What am I trying to say? Like, like, like feminine oriented. Yes, feminine oriented people are often how the like, were like animal words used against their bodies as insults, right? right? Like cow, whale, any Anybody who, like, is, you know, the subject of patriarchy-style body shaming might hear something like that. And pig is definitely one of those. But Miss Piggy is a pig. So she's just supposed to be, like, who she is. You know, like, it's like if somebody calls a human, oh, like, little piggy, you know, like, you're like, what the fuck are you doing? Because, like, what you're trying to imply there is, like, you're fat like a pig is, right? Right. But Miss Piggy is a pig. So she's fat. Right. So it's like you can't call her fat as a takedown because she's a fucking pig. Yeah. She's meant to be that way. That's how she's, she's going to be. To be. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Like she's not going to be skinny pig. There's no skinny pigs. There's no she's such not thing. Thin pig. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's so she from is, a she She's a pig. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. She doesn't have this expectation because there's mm. no, they're not going to have Miss Piggy do real jazzercise. She would never. She of course, it's not her thing. You know? As if. She's a pig. So, like, it's it's nice because there's no, like, I hope, I mean, there probably is somewhere in the Muppets canon some joke about her getting thin at some point, but that what doesn't fit with her is she's not going to stick on her because she's joyfully fat. That's who she is because she is who she is. And yeah. so that's one of the main reasons I like Miss Piggy. She is who she is. Like, she's supposed to be who she is. Yeah, I, so in thinking about this, like, there's something that 
is kind of sticking in my brain that I can't quite, I haven't articulated fully yet, but I think it's like, it is interesting that, but also because she's a puppet, like her size won't ever change. Yes. Like they're not going to make her smaller. She actually can't gain or lose weight. You know, Mm -hmm. she's always going to look this way. So she's sort of this like fixed fat persona. Like I think sometimes we, whether fairly or unfairly, and probably more accurately, most of the time unfairly, expect like a lot from our fat celebrities because there are so few. And yes, because we monitor you know, their weight changes. We do we monitor everything about them. Yeah. yeah, we take we often take those things really personally, as we saw with yes, which I we won't talk about, but like do. Lizzo recently. Yes, you know. Yes, and I think like there's something really safe and nice about Miss Piggy that she's kind of this unchangeable force. So there's like no weight anxiety attached to her. She's always going to be yeah. fat. She can't change yeah. that, and nor should she, nor, nor will they. Nor should she. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly, which is how we should all feel. Amen. <laughs> okay, I want to just talk briefly about this meme. It's created by our friend of the pod, Rosie Beam, uh, or Rosie Beamy. She made this meme that we talked about back in our meme episode, And it's Miss Piggy taking a selfie and it says me while everyone else is dieting so they don't look like me. (laughs) And I love it because it's like, yeah, this is who I, she is who she is. Look at her. She's fabulous. She looks incredible. She has purple gloves on. Like, (laughs) I know. Taking a beautiful selfie, somehow managing to like deal with her phone with the gloves on as well. Yes. I don't know how. They must be touchscreen gloves. (laughs) (laughs) They must be because she's got the ring on over it. There's no way she's going through all that work to. God, that's beautiful. Look at her hair blown back and everything. Her hair's blown back. She's got her pearls on. She's just like living her best life, having a good time, you know? Yeah. Don't you wish you could look like this? Yes. You can't shake her confidence. There's no way. I mean, that's the thing that's the most, that is a lesson I took as like a young comedy person watching Miss Piggy Mm. is that like overweening confidence. There's a way to do it. Like you don't have to just be self-deprecating to be yeah. in comedy or to be humorous. You can you can have a confidence that brings people in with you. That's not aggressive or pushes people away. Her confidence brings you in and invites you to feel the same way about yourself. Yeah, that's true. I guess that's what like is so what feels so like obviously inspiring when you watch her because like this is a pig who's been on the cover of Life New York magazine, the Saturday Evening Post, <laughs> People, TV Guide, Radio Times. <laughs> Like yes. in 2015, she won a Sackler Center First Award, like a feminist oh my God. award that's gone to people like Sandra Day O'Connor. <laughs> oh my God. It is comedy and it does bring you in and it, she does make you feel like both excited and safe at the same yes. time, right? Definitely. She's obsessed with herself. So we know what we're laughing at. We're laughing at her self-obsession, not at her confidence. We're laughing at yeah. jokes that she's making, not at her being, you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, it's like, like true divahood. Like she's super yes. aware of who she is and what she's saying. It's not an accident that she says and does the things that she does. Or when it is an accident, it just says more about who she is than yes. like... And it feels unassailable. Like it feels like no one could bring Miss Piggy down. Yeah. There's a great, I love that. <laughs> she says in response to, to winning the award, I, I won't do the voice because it's too long of a quote, but I wanted <laughs> to read this out. Uh, she says, some internet opinion givers may question whether moi deserves such an honor. After all, some might say moi is just a mere Hollywood celebrity who cares more <laughs> about her appearance, her star billing and her percentage of the gross than about women or women's rights. To which I can only respond, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> By which, of course, I mean that Moi is now and has always been an ardent feminist and champion of women's <laughs> rights. <laughs> See, like, 
she's not not a feminist, but she's it's also funny the way she say it. Like she's still she's like, I know you all see me as just a Hollywood celebrity and a yes. star. <laughs> like, I love it. I love her. Moi is a feminist is my new tagline. <laughs> is now and has always been. <laughs> Love her. Bless her. Love her. What else do you have to say about Miss Piggy before we wrap up our main feed episode and head to Patreon? You know, I always have too much compared to what we need, but I... No, it's just enough. It's the right <laughs> amount. Um, two things. The first thing I wanted to say is that I think it's funny that Miss Piggy sort of like, just because of who she is, she becomes one of our many like empowered celebrity women. And I think there's like a tendency in criticism to like feel really fraught about the way that we look at celebrities. And and I love so I don't know if you've read Trick Mirror, which is no, Gina Tolentino's but oh it's great. I'm, I'm sure a little it bit is. everyone I know loves it, awesome. but I haven't read yeah. it yet. You'll like it when you do. Yes. It's great. I love it because it's obviously because it's essays I can read a little bit at a time instead of trying to yes, conquer a whole book. My God. But even still it's a whole book. So <laughs> I was just reading this last night and it really it kind of was like, wow, there's a blanket untested assumption in feminist celebrity analysis, that the freedom we grant famous women will trickle down to us. Beneath this assumption is another one, that the ultimate goal of the conversation is empowerment. Difficult women discourse, however, often seems to be leading somewhere else. Feminists have, to a significant degree, dismantled and rejected the traditional male definition of exemplary womanhood, this idea that women must be sweet and demure. But if men place women on pedestals and delighted in watching them fall down, perhaps feminism has so far succeeded in reversing the order of operations, taking toppled over women and re-idolizing them. Interesting. And I, I think it her point is different than what I take from that because it's part of like Gia's larger critique about like the sort of like bitch and the empowered yes. woman and the sort of what she calls the cult of the difficult woman. But I love this idea that actually like, Something that works so well about Miss Piggy is that she's always been doing the opposite. She's always been yes. taking the like tumbled down girl who's from the pigsty in the middle of nowhere, who won yes. a beauty contest and climbed her way up to idolization, who like uses that as her own kind of empowerment. And then yes. like through that, actually, it does trickle down a little bit to watch her in ways that it maybe doesn't always with other like actual yes. human celebrities. Yes. Like the funny things about her when she like falls down and then could like continues like it's like finds a way to turn it into a role and then keeps going, you know, mm. like she's not about being unassailable. She's about like continuing to lift herself up. Yeah, I think I so. I love her. I think yeah. she's just a blast and she's an amazing character. I love that analysis. I mean, I think that's definitely true, especially when you think about Okay, I think Miss Piggy would be like a really good real housewife because <laughs> <laughs> because she would be perfect at like doing the fun parts of the show, which is like yeah. the the talking heads, like going to lunches, pretending yep. to cause drama. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but the way that she's delusional about herself is like fun instead of like scary it's like, like it tragic is. yeah yeah like exactly. <laughs> you're like oh miss exactly. piggy you're not you're not voting for example yes exactly <laughs> yeah i would love to watch that that is such a fun character to me and honestly i think a lot of my when i think about what kind of persona i would want to have on stage like when i would doing comedy and stuff in college it, it's not that I like thought about Miss Piggy, but this is definitely the vibe that I think is the best one to inhabit, like laughing at yourself, but also you're not really putting yourself down. Which is such a hard balance to strike. Like I think probably most of us in this lifetime who have ever desired to be funny at any point have yes. said something about ourselves that other people just like found tragic and not funny. Yes. 
Yes. Oh, totally. You say, (laughs) like, like, you try to put yourself down to say mm -hmm. something funny and everyone looks at you like, oh my God, like, are you okay? (laughs) Do you need help? Yes. You're like, yes, I do. But I also do think that's funny. Yes. Yes. Exactly. Exactly. And like, you know, to some extent, that's just like millennial humor more than it is, you know, like (laughs) boomer humor or whatever. But like, I love that she provides this example of that, of like, you know, Miss Piggy would be fabulous no matter what she was dressed in, what she was doing. Yeah. It's just her attitude. It's just her dude. I mean, and imagine I letting criticism like flow through you as just like, like someone that. else's yes. opinion. Like that's my dream is to like yes. see the criticism and then walk along anyway, you know? It's not, and it's also fun because it's not like she's like super mature or anything. She's <laughs> right. just like who she is, you yeah. know? She'll just fight you and she'll keep looking fabulous while doing it, which I love. May I propose a Um, suggestion for closing this out? Yes, please. Now in the, I believe it's in The Great Muppet Caper, there's a delightful segment, the song of which I think makes a beautiful end cap to our (laughs) discussion. Oh my God. Called Miss Piggy's Fantasy or Piggy's Fantasy. Oh my God. Okay, great. Lynn, roll that tape. Everyone else, we will see you at the Patreon episode. Bye. Bye. That's our show. Yelly, are you going to watch the Muppets now? <laughs> oh, wait, how do you say it? Say it again. Mwah. Who? Mwah. <laughs> Did I do it right? Yes. <laughs> uh, I'm too busy reading this Apple podcast review from user p.nut.peanut. Amazing. <laughs> who said, I love all the guests and thoughtful approach to sponsorships. Lots of joyful and difficult conversations. This podcast and its people deserve the world. Thanks, Double Peanuts. Thank you so much. Uh, Love your username, Peanut Peanut. If you want to make us laugh and cry and someday get to new and noteworthy, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. And we can't forget to shout out our patrons. Thank you, too. Audrey Mustin. Madison Richard. Cece Boomer. Catherine Steele. Carolyn Sooth. Jamie Katnack, Wendy Dunn, Laura Pipitone, Lauren Golder, and Jasmine Hudasek. We couldn't make the show without you. Hiya! She's All Fat was created by me, Sophie Carter-Kahn and April K. Quio, who graduated. We are an independent production. If you'd like to support the work we do, you can join our Patreon by visiting patreon.com slash she's all fat pod. When you pledge to be a supporter, you'll get all sorts of goodies and extra content. 
please make sure to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. It's super important in making sure people find the show so we can grow the family. Be sure to check out the show notes for links to the stuff we mentioned today. And don't forget to send us your questions at fyi at she'sallfatpod.com. You can also leave us a voicemail at 213-375-5023 and we might even play it on the pod. Our episode ads are done in partnership with Acast. If you're interested in sponsoring the show, you can get started at acast.com. Our theme music was composed and produced by Carolyn Pennypacker-Riggs. Our website was designed by Jesse Fish, and our logo is by Hannah Sanger. Lynn Barbera co-produced and edited this episode. Yelly Cruz is our magical junior producer. Our thin crony forever is Maria Vertel. I'm our host and co-producer. Our Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter handles are at She's All Fat Pod. You can find the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, and wherever else you get your podcasts. Stay safe. We love you. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.